is death as terrible as we fear do we have much conscious awareness when we die is the brain like a computer that uh shuts down nearing at the time as we near death and therefore we don't have much conscious awareness and therefore we don't suffer much at the time of death answer that i think that three different things over here first is the phenomena of death as it is pursued based on our current or contemporary understandings of consciousness which are which is treated largely as a physical phenomena then the experience of death so death at a death as seen from a physical perspective then death as seen from a emotional perspective and then death as seen from a spiritual perspective so from a physical perspective usually there is some amount of shock or pain whenever the body encounters injury or breakdown or any threat that can potentially destroy the body's functionality or even survivability and when the pain starts becoming too much one defense mechanism of the body is to switch off the consciousness so now when people sometimes some people have a prolonged sickness which may go on for weeks or months or even years where they are bedridden living almost like a vegetable before they depart from the world and others may suddenly get a heart attack and they may depart so now in the few moments when people have a heart attack and before they die that is also a very painful experience intensely painful because the threat of the body breaking down itself and the experience of the body breaking down or stopping its functionality is painful now of course from a physical perspective we may say somebody who has a prolonged sickness prolonged painful sickness may will be having far greater pain than somebody who has a sudden end to their body at the same time the physical experience is not the complete experience because we are spiritual beings and at the emotional level uh, we do experience uh, trauma at the time of death and there are multiple aspects of that trauma one is the fear of the loss of everything that we have held dear everything that we have lived for then there is the the fear of what is going to come into future in the future is it uh, a terrible existence is it non existence the uncertainty 
can cause anxiety so this is the level at which most spiritual discourse about death is centered say we compare if we lose a little money also we feel so much agitation and pain so if we lose all our money and all our possessions and everything in one moment how much more pain we'll feel that's with respect to loss of the past or it could be fear of the future if suddenly we are told to go on a journey we experience some anxiety and we try to prepare and take some resources with us but if we are suddenly told to go a journey and go on a journey and without any possessions at all then and we don't even know where we are going then that will cause a lot of anxiety so that's another level at which the discussion about the pain associated with the death is talked about now even if we don't have conscious awareness that is manifested at the level of the brain still consciousness continues independent of the brain so from a philosophical perspective what we call as unconsciousness in ordinary parlance is actually not unconsciousness but is it's not the absence of consciousness but it is all another state of consciousness there are broadly four states the normal waking state is called jagruti where the consciousness coming from the soul manifests through the subtle body to the gross body and to the outside world thereby then there is swapna where the consciousness manifests primarily to the subtle body then there is sushupti where consciousness is withdrawn and it doesn't manifest much at all even in the subtle body and then there is turiya or samadhi where consciousness manifests at the spiritual level so the point here is that in some states of consciousness when we talk about something like coma which is a very deep level of sleep we can say consciousness may not be manifesting much at the physical level at all but still consciousness exists as the energy coming from the soul and being channeled to some extent through the subtle body and through a minuscule extent to the gross body now these four states of consciousness at one level they are distinct categories at one level another level from another perspective we needn't uh, reify them as absolute categories because even in the jagruti wakeful state even when we are conscious of physical reality there are different degrees or different levels of consciousness we have sometimes we are absent minded and when we are awake but we are still not aware of things around us so with this perspective broadly 
what we can say is that uh, there is definitely consciousness even when the brain has stopped functioning and uh, so even if somebody's death is peaceful from a physical perspective that means they just die in their sleep or they just uh, you know gently leave their body that doesn't necessarily mean their death was non traumatic so here the extent of the attachment of the soul to the body uh, will determine the extent of the loss that will be felt and that loss is felt be, uh, that that extent of att- attachment are present in the mind so we could say that is usually traumatic at a emotion at the level of emotions now of course at the spiritual level the soul is unaffected by anything material so even the event of death doesn't scar the soul itself however the soul experiences reality based not so much on its own self existence but on the level at which its consciousness is present so if the consciousness is not at a spiritual level is the conscious if a person is attached to certain thing worldly things and therefore the consciousness is caught at the material level then all the soul is indestructible but the person still experiences pain that's how we experience pain and pleasure also in our normal wakeful state during the course of our life and that's how we experience the trauma of death also and for somebody who is very spiritually realized for them death is more of a inconvenience than a disaster they understand that their bodily vehicle has broken down and they have to find another vehicle or they have to move out of their vehicle and go somewhere else and that transition can be painful having said that the transition doesn't mm, in itself have to be painful if the consciousness is divested from the body the consciousness is attached to the lord then yes the body's breakdown will bring about some inconvenience but because there is higher absorption so there won't be much pain involved over there now for now in many contemporary accounts of people who have had near death experiences they sometimes say that death is such a peaceful experience that they felt a kind of serenity that they hadn't felt they hadn't ever felt so what does this how how does this happen so largely speaking this happens because 
they are not actually experiencing death they are experiencing proximity to death and the two are separate things it's like a actual car crash and proximity to a car crash so or a near car crash a near car crash is not the same as a actual car crash and that's why what somebody experiences during a near car crash is actually a sudden close proximity to danger followed by a great sense of relief now it is also possible in some exceptional cases that some people may have some spiritual credits or some kind of karma by which they are meant to have a transformative experience in their lives and thus while they have some kind of kar- negative karma by which they undergo an accident or a ca- ha- cardiac arrest by which in which they have a near death experience so at a physical level it is painful but at a spiritual level uh, but at at the level of their own consciousness because of certain very positive karma that they have they are at that time taken out of their body their consciousness is withdrawn from the body and then it may go to some other level of reality where they experience some higher beings and so for them their experience of death or near death may not be much painful maybe even peaceful but not everybody who goes near death will have those kind of experiences uh, also those who claim to have these kind of experiences some of these may even be hallucinations so we can't absolutize or uh, we can't of course reject their experiences entirely but we can't uh, universalize their experiences either so is death as dreadful as we fear well it depends on how much we fear it and how much we dread it the point is not to live in fear of death but the point is to see that death is a is a big is some is inevitable for all of us that it is going to be a huge transformation in our life and transformation is and it can it is frequently a quite a traumatic transformation and just the absence of physical awareness at the time of death doesn't mean that it won't be traumatic of course the extent of the trauma will depend on the extent of the attachment the person has so the figure that sometimes 40000 scorpion bites that's the figure sometimes given to say how painful death it that is of course indicative first of all pain can't be quantified 
but that is to that is to give an indication of that pain that death is extremely painful and secondly how painful that will be how many score how many scorpion bites will be equal to if we want to go in that direction even in an approximate sense then it depends on how much attachment we have to the body so if we have managed to regulate our attachments and redirect them towards krishna then the experience of death will not be as dreadful as we fear 